I'm Bishop Robert. Each life is a story. We don't remember days, we remember moments that touch our hearts. I want to invite you to come on in and have a seat in my study. Let's you and I spend a few minutes together and consider a verse of scripture and how to apply it to those moments that fill up our lives. My hope is that it speaks to your heart, your mind, and your soul. And I hope you'll be back often. Welcome. Well, you're probably convinced that I've lost my mind if I think that Easter is coming. Any fool knows that we celebrated the resurrection of Christ yesterday, right? Although I may be a fool, I'm not confused about the calendar. Yesterday at dawn, I was standing on a beach in North Carolina, celebrating Christ's victory over death with a bunch of other folk who were willing to get up very early and worship him who has overcome. So let me begin to unpack the point I'm trying to make by asking a question. What's the most common command God gives us in scripture? Now you may think it's to love either God or our neighbor, or perhaps both. You might suppose it's to forgive or make disciples or even have faith in God. But as wonderful as all those things are, none of them are God's most common command to us. The thing that God tells his people to do most often is to remember. From a biblical perspective, memory is not sitting and thinking on the past as though it had been forgotten. It's not either calling to mind or even being reminded about some important event. In Genesis 8, for example, it's written that God remembered Noah. Now, does this mean that after God instructed Noah to build the ark and shut him inside and flooded the world with a deluge, that uh, he returned to heaven to watch touched by an angel and just forgot all about Noah? Perhaps sometime later, Michael, the archangel, politely uh, tapped God on the shoulder and said, uh, Almighty one, blessed be he, there appears to be a man down here with a large boat, and he thinks he knows you. To which God responds, Oh, I forgot about Noah. Oh my gosh, it's been 150 days. Wow, it must stink something fierce with all those animals. Okay, I need wind, uh, and let's pull the plug on the water. I need a rainbow, a few birds, and an olive branch. Come on, let's go, people. <laughs> of course not. So then what is God's idea behind his command to remember? Well, biblical remembrance is intended to be current, active, and present. People who are remembering in the biblical mode are participating again in the event so that it impacts us again with its power fills us again with the awe of the moment. Biblically, memory is a call to action. God remembers Noah and all the living creatures and the waters subside. God remembers Rachel, Jacob's wife, who's been without child for years and her womb is opened. God hears the groaning of the Israelites in Egypt and he remembers his covenant with Abraham and brings about their redemption. When God remembers, he acts. To remember is to be spurred into action. In the Hebrew mind, remembering is closely associated with doing. At the table of the Last Supper, when Jesus says, do this to remember me, what he is doing is calling his disciples 
to take specific action. And from a Hebrew perspective, you remember by doing. And God asks us to remember what he has done, to remember his teaching, guidance, and instruction, his wondrous acts of redemption. Christ gathers his disciples around a Passover table and lays out again his plan to involve them in the salvation of the world. As we remember his generosity, his mercy, grace, and love, this should spur us into action. We remember what he's done by being better disciples of Jesus, by being generous, merciful, gracious, and loving. In other words, we remember by doing. When we don't remember, it's easy to grow complacent, to fall into a rut, or we can get overly focused on minor details and totally ignore the most important things as we live out our faith. Many years ago, I went to a grocery store shopping to get a few items for my wife. I was convinced I had all the details covered. I had my wallet, I had the list, had instructions from my wife, I had the coupons. I mean, I was on top of everything. When I came out to the car after shopping, I was shocked to realize that I had left my infant daughter in the back seat on a hot July day. Now, thankfully, I'd only been in the store for a few moments, and praise God, she was fine. She actually slept through the whole experience. But if something horrible had happened, me telling my wife that I had remembered the fresh broccoli would not help. Remembering in the biblical sense causes us to focus on doing what is truly important. Do you know why God tells us to remember so often? Because we forget so easily. And when we forget, we don't act the way we're called to act. We don't focus on that which is truly important. We forget the cross. And so we forget how much God loves us. And we don't live a life characterized by love. We forget the resurrection. And so we let the enemy continue to browbeat us over our sin. And we don't live a life characterized by victory. We forget Pentecost. And so we do not walk in the power Christ intends for us to have. And we don't live a life characterized by the gifts of God operating in our lives. We forget the great commandment. And so we're powerless to fulfill the great commission because we don't act. But God says, remember. He gives his commandments and begins by including a call to remember the deliverance from Egypt. He gives his feasts and calls us to remember his promises. He gives us his son and he calls us to remember his sacrifice. He gives us his spirit and calls us to remember the mission we're empowered to do. And we need to remember because God remembers. And when we remember, then we can remind him of his promises, his benefits, his protection, his word. We need to remember because as we do, God will lead us in acting on his behalf as his hands, his feet, his voice. Yesterday, 
we who know Christ, celebrated his resurrection, Christ's victory over the grave, and it empowers us. It is we who are sent to be his ambassadors. We carry the message of Easter, the power of Easter, the hope of Easter. We are Easter. We are sent to a world who needs to know the message of Easter. So he tells us to remember. And as we do, we're called to act. We are Easter. And Easter is coming. It's coming to your neighbors. It's coming to your friends. It's coming to the lady beside you at the grocery store. The man in the car accident in front of you. It's coming to any of hundreds of situations he places all over the world because he is in you and he has called you to remember him and take action. We are Easter to the world who needs to see Jesus. We are Easter and as we obey him and live out his love in our lives, our actions will touch those around us. That's how we remember we are Easter, and Easter is coming to someone because of you.